and welcome across the multiverse to Earth 894, a Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast where we've got a lot to talk about, ranging from what's going on in episode two of Ms. Marvel, is there some kind of questionable things at hand, if you know what we're talking about, and then we're just going to talk about how we're feeling. Overall, we're only two episodes in, but there's some interesting kind of thoughts and perspective to share. But if this is your first time listening to our awesome podcast, glad to have you. Make sure you follow us and subscribe on whatever podcast player of choice you're listening to us on this morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you're at in the cosmos. My name is Devin Stone. I am joined by one of the greatest people ever known to existence that I love to share this uh, microphone with every week and talk about all the great things in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and what they're going on. His name, of course, is Louis Tonnerini. Bruno is in the friend zone. We don't talk about Bruno. I've never seen Encanto. Is that how it goes? Uh, vaguely. Not The whole premise is that like he lives in the walls, right? I mean, that's part of the movie. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Earth 894, an Encanto podcast hosted by me. And Kanto is all about Mirabelle now. <laughs> uh, I know Bru- Kanto got pretty popular. Though. Bruno does live in the walls. He mm. was or is the main character's uncle, and he can see into the future. But he oh, see- wait, hold up, hold, 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 wait, 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 wait. Are oh, you gonna you gonna throw up wait, the spoiler wait, alert, wait, spoiler wait. alerts? Because someone's gonna yell at me if I don't do it. Uh, spoilers. spoilers. Is that a spoiler? That's I think I should give us a spoiler. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah, well now you know. Now you know. Sorry, Marvel. Whoops. <laughs> that's out. Better at us. So yeah, he uh he sees into the future, but everyone gets mad because he sees bad stuff. Like the guy going bald or the lady's fish dies and stuff. And so they all got mad at him all the time, so he like ran away. But really he's just in the walls. And then, like, Mirabelle, like, brings him back into the family. The The movie's not about him at all, really, but... Oh, really? Yeah. Like, he's a little part of it, but not, not anything huge. Song's catchy, though. We'll have it uh, get up next time so we could uh, sing along to it. Maybe I'll watch it this weekend. For- I'm sorry, me Virago. <laughs> oh man but uh aside from Encanto what I really want to do is actually uh talk to you Louis about what's been going on with you in a little segment we get to but just before we get to that moment I just want to remind you guys that we really really love and want to continue supporting our growing community here within Earth 894 and our section of the multiverse so there's a couple of ways you can kind of help us out one you can join our free to use and it's really awesome and we got some exclusive stuff coming there pretty soon our Discord channel, which you can join by going to the link in the show notes or on our Instagram, wherever you're at, or visit earth894podcast.com. Check out some cool stuff, full history of all our episodes, and we'll work on some playlists and some exclusive goodies and consumables, if you know what I'm talking about, coming soon. But of course, what helps us the most is by giving us a review. We love the five-star ones the most, especially on Apple Podcasts, so we can kind of climb the charts a little bit so we can show up and hopefully make some new friends and go along and make this our full-on hobby that we love to do so much. So that's the tale of the tape. And if you really want to help, send us all of your money. We accept dog Dogecoin. Dogecoin? Oh, so let's hit it. This is where we talk about what's been going MCU for you. Whether you read a comic book, watch the show, or just play with some Legos or, you know, whatever it might be, this is where we like to catch up. So, Louie, you always do the honors of kicking it off. What's been MCU for you? Boom. MCU for me. I watched Miss Marvel. That's all I could think of. Um, no. I, uh, I don't know. Like, I was on instagram today and i saw there's new san diego comic-con exclusive funko pops yeah excuse me there's a really cool uh spider-man 2099 alternate suit or whatever white and red that looked freaking dope there is a giant miss minutes i have a small miss minutes but you know a giant one 
And there's also a He Who Remains. And if anyone knows me, they know I've been bitching that there's not been a He Who Remains since the uh, show came out. And now I have to go to San Diego to get them. So here I come. We will have a GoFundMe launching very soon to send Louie out to San Diego Comic-Con so he can buy the pop and head on right back home. Yeah, Louie is afraid of airplanes, so he will be walking. That's why I need to go fund me. <laughs> I need better shoes, people. Get me the shoes. Um, yeah. Other than that, it's been super hot here. Oh my god, man! This humidity is awful. Yeah. So I've been wearing my Thor Under Armour shirt to go into the splash pad at the near the house, and let me tell you, it's a large because I bought it when I was not the world's fattest man. And now I'm back to being the world's fattest man. So it does oh. not fit. It is very unflattering, but I wear it anyway because Thor is the best. He is the best. And you're the best, Louie. Best. I went to the mall the other day because my beautiful wife's birthday is coming up and I was looking for, <laughs> and, uh, while I was looking for it, I went into other stores for my own personal collection, and I went to Books a Million, and they had so many cool Funko Pops in there. And let me tell you, I bought zero of them. Self-control? What you know about me? I almost Good got the man. America Chavez. Didn't also? Summer uh, Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con? Cool America Chavez pop with the star behind her. Ah, nice. Yeah. They also had like a diamond vision. So he was like white, but like diamond encrusted. It was fucking dope, man. Yeah, they have a lot of those diamond series ones. But seem like Box Lunch and Hot Topic the most. Box Lunch in Chicago Ridge Mall always has poop for Funko Pops. Really? Absolute wow. poop. Damn, dude. Like Sharon Carter from Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's like, I am not buying this. <laughs> that's not that's not happening. You don't want the power broker? Uh, no. No. <laughs> Who cares about the power broker at this point in time? It's true. That's, that's uh, yeah, that's about it for me, as far as I can tell. Mm. I've been doing this thing with Henry for a long time, my beautiful two-year-old son. Uh, and somehow I've never brought it up here. But every night before bed, he says, I Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. I go, okay. So I have to pick him up and put him on the rail of his bed. And he stands there. And then he giggles, and then he puts his hands up on this wall. We have slanted ceilings. And he mm. puts his hands up on his wall, and then I have to flip him upside down and let him, like, crawl around his ceiling while I sing, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, <laughs> does whatever a spider can. Can he swing from a web? Spider-Man. And then I, like, have to feather him mm. into his bed. And for those of you listening, I, like, rock him back and forth into his Aww. bed. And then I give him his pacifier. And he has this new cool thing that he does where he goes, but I need you. And since I'm heartless, Aww. since I'm heartless, I go, I know. And then I shut the door and I go downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> so, go to sleep uh, or I'm selling all your toys. <laughs> so yeah, my son is Spider-Man in his Batman pajamas because, because I don't live by your rules, world. Damn. Um, That's adorable. Yeah. That is absolutely adorable. Yeah. Oh, he wore that shirt the other day. I didn't mention that. Devin got him a shirt. Oh, okay. It's collared. Like, he wore a shirt today. <laughs> it's collared. It has all the the little cartoony logos on it. Iron Man, yeah, like Spider Man, kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, the Hulk, Rocket Raccoon mm -hmm. for some reason. It's cute AF, and he wore that the other day. That's so, awesome, man. Quite that's all I got for you, Devin. What's been MCU? For you, friend. Bam, man. I uh, So speaking of like, you know, Henry's attire and stuff, didn't you say he has that like bathroom kind of, it's like a bathrobe for kids, but it has like a hood on and it looks like a hoodie or whatever. It's a towel. Yeah, it's a towel. <laughs> yeah, he's got it's a hoodie he's, towel. He's got a Captain America and a Spider-Man. So we actually, uh, earlier today we were at Target and we saw like the whole aisle and they had all those. We saw the Spider-Man one, and they had a Miles one, and they had a dinosaur, and uh, they were pretty cute. You know, Alyssa were like, "Aw, damn!" Um, now I got to go to Target, is what you're telling me? Yeah, they got them going. They have this like uh, Triceratops one, who so actually has like the horn in the center of it, and like it was, it's really cool. Um, it's legit. 
Yeah, man. And speaking of dinosaurs, just saw Jurassic World Dominion. I forgot if that was last week we talked about that or not, but um, no, we did talk about that. Yeah. I, yeah, see, I can't remember talking about it because it's not that great. But it's got dinosaurs, and dinosaurs are cool, man. But on the other side of Guardians of the Galaxy, adjacent, because you know Chris Pratt, I've been playing a lot of the Guardians of the Galaxy, and it's actually gotten much better. I thought I was at the end of the game, and now I am like four hours later realizing I'm not at the end of the game. So I'm still just kind of trekking through, but it's actually gotten pretty good. They finally came to the point where they're all like, you know, it's just like in the movies. Like, this isn't really spoiling, but they all get their ragtag group of uh, miscreants trying to save the galaxy. They all kind of like hate each other, know each other sometimes. And then they finally have a moment that just makes them all close. And it just it's very sentimental. But uh, the game itself, overall, the dialogue is really solid. All those just references and story and everything. It's really good. So I've been having a blast and I can't wait to hopefully beat it soon. So then I could finally just finish it and close out that chapter. But yeah, so that pretty much it. But I too did watch Miss Marvel, which we're going to talk about in just a moment here. So real quick, I remembered I was uh, wasting time at work the other day as I do because we are slow. And uh, I went to the restroom and I checked my Instagram and I had a message from friend of the show, Mr. Marvel's minutes. Mr. Brian. Yeah, he he's all it said was, could you imagine a full CGI lockjaw? And I said, why is he sending me this? <laughs> <laughs> and I went, is that from our last episode? Did we talk about that in our last episode? And he's like, yeah, yes, we did. And I was like, oh, yeah. Devin said that it would be too hard to CGI him. I said, everything is CGI, man. They all have sky beams. And we had a nice little conversation about the Inhumans and the Eternals and he wants them to bring back the Inhumans in a good movie or in a good way. And I said, yeah, they're too busy trying to make Fantastic Four good because they're way more important than the Inhumans, at least for casual fans. You know, that's a good point. I, I've been kind of thinking about that, too, because of my crack theory from last week about how they might bring in Inhumans and like Secret Invasion tie-in and yada yada. It probably makes the most sense to try and establish a Fantastic Four first before doing mutants and humans as well. Just because, I don't know, if you get humans, mutants, and Fantastic Four all in the same phase, it might throw people off. That's just me. X-Men's been around for how many years and decades at this point? People probably know. It's just... X-Men's been around for like six years or so, I think. Yeah, like three and a quarter. A couple. Yeah, I think the character of Wolverine is about six years old. and Yeah, he's pretty cool. Gene Gray came out like five, like the second issue or so. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone saw that Dark Phoenix movie. That was really good, too. Phenomenal. So. Phenomenal. Yeah, Sophie Turner, that. give her an Oscar. Well, yeah, yeah. Give them all the Oscars. Didn't say what category, but give her a, the category for it. Give her a Joe Jonas. <laughs> we'll talk more about that kind of <laughs> specific topic. Not on Joe Jonas, but on uh, just content in general. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Miss Marvel. What does it feel like? Cosmic. I always thought I wanted this kind of life. But I never imagined any of this. Do you know what you are? I'm a superhero. So the second episode came out and it's pretty good for the most part. I mean, we won't go like a too crazy in depth, like scene by scene breakdown and all like that. Go watch new rock stars if you want Easter egg stuff. But um, there was some like shout out new rock stars, right? Hashtag sponsor us for sponsor. Um, There were some moments, though, that do want to kind of touch base on that were somewhat pivotal or just like at least important in this uh, episode as we kind of continue the story along. So before we go into that, though, Louis, so how are you feeling about the show so far? It's kind of oh, base. This show, I'd say middle of the road. Uh huh. I like it probably less than I like Moonlight Moon Knight. Mm. It's it's okay. It's there. 
it's not super duper memorable just yet. I get a lot of slack for my disdain for WandaVision because WandaVision, we got the first two episodes right away. And after uh-huh. the, like these first two episodes of Miss Marvel are head and shoulders better than the first two episodes of WandaVision. I was <sighs> very disappointed after the first two episodes of WandaVision. Oh my God. I love WandaVision so much. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> um, just for you? That's what I think of in my head when I, I'm just like struggling to stay focused. This is just what, as they say, lives in my head rent free. Now back to the show. Sorry, Louie. Um, so yeah, I think it's not phenomenal. I think it's okay. Um, I still, I still get upset about them changing her powers, but what the hell do I know? You know, I'm glad you brought that up though. There's, that's something I did catch that I want to talk about a little bit later on about this whole power set. I just, just make up a new hero, fam. You don't need to take a hero that's already there and give them different powers. I don't, I don't understand. Maybe I'm just, I sound, I sound like the annoying guy at work that I talk to where he's just like. The human torch can't be black. He's not black. And I'm just like, that doesn't matter. That does not matter at all. But like, if the human torch was like made of ice, yeah, that right, fucking yeah, that yeah, matters. That's, 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 that's actually if the human torch is just, you know, fucking has claws and adamantium skeleton, he's like, I'm the human torch. Oh, do you light on fire? No. No. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> like, so like ah, cool. Yeah, I feel like that stupid old man that's just like they're straight too far away from the comic books. Yeah. Who cares? But like keep their powers the same, at least a little. I understand like the Hulk can't be just this insane rage monster that kills everything. And you're not going to have just like maximum carnage kills the Marvel cinematic universe or whatever the fuck, but you got to keep it a little like, you know, the Hulk is green and strong. Captain America took the super soldier serum and he's stronger. And, you know, they've all had pretty much their powers. And now it's just like, here's Kamala. She's got the big hand, but only like surrounded by a cosmic thing. And then it like shatters off of her and her regular hand is still there. I It, it bugs me. It bugs me so much. Yeah. And also like when I think of Kamala Khan, I think of that video game that everybody loves honestly i really think that avengers game did more harm for some of those characters especially kamala khan i didn't mind the game from what i played like i don't have time to sit there and play a video game anymore because the game a, itself sucks i'm like a shitty old man but like i just see that face and so when i'm looking at at uh i'll never ever remember this girl's name uh iman Vellani her Mind when i'm looking ball. at her face it, i just don't see miss marvel as much as i want to maybe when she puts on the the cowl or whatever that's not what the, that's not a cowl the domino mask i guess she is vengeance she is the night um i don't know maybe i'll see it more like my problem with moon knight was that there was not enough moon knight but we still had moon knight in it or this there has been no miss marvel in it she's just a Captain Marvel wannabe. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like shitting on it a lot, but I still enjoy, like, I still enjoy it. I still sit there. I laugh at the dumb jokes and the, Mm -hmm. and the stuff like that. I think her brother has a fucking great beard. I think that guy's beard is phenomenal. (laughs) Um, it's pretty solid. I, I mentioned it every time he's on there. Uh, Nakia is cool. You know, she's running against, uh, Uncle Rashid for mosque stuff. I brought up to Hannah. I'm rambling. I'm going to stop. No, you're good. <laughs> um, yeah, that's okay. It's, it's an okay show. Go ahead, Debbie. I'm sure you don't want to finish. The, where you I just, go? I just, Nakia wears the hijab, which is fine. They even bring it up. You know, I wear it for this and that. But then like she, I don't know the religion well enough because she'll like, she took it off in the thing, but and then Hannah said, well, that's because there's no men around. And I said, but I'm here and I can see her hair. And she's like, okay, but 
come on now. I said, I'm just kidding. But then yeah. Kamala wears a hijab while at mosque. So that must be a religious thing. Like they have to wear them in the mosque. Mm. I don't I don't know. But then she doesn't wear it any other time, so I don't understand why. But hey, reach out. Make me uh make me educated because I'm Inform dumb. Us. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh yeah. I don't I don't want to speak to it because I don't want to sound like I'm trying to speak like I have knowledge on something I clearly don't. Yeah. Not I don't do really. It's so fine. yeah. And I'm also I'm gonna poop all over your favorite part of the episode when Which you bring is, it up. What is my favorite part of the episode? You said your favorite part was the kid that said his favorite food was pizza ice cream. <laughs> it was a dumb joke. Cool. Dumb jokes are, are cool. But then they just they just kept going with it. And I was like, why are they stretching this dumb joke out so far? Like, is that like an ice cream flavored pizza? No, it's ice cream on top of pizza. Oh, that wouldn't taste very good with the sauce. Oh my goodness, it was a joke. Like, come on. Can we move on? No. Just wait. Avengers Campus and Disneyland and everything, I guarantee you within a couple months or before the summer's over, they're going to have a pizza ice cream dish or food item you can buy. Just how they made shawarma and everything. There's... There too. So... I didn't mention this because I forget stuff. My aunt and uncle just went to uh, Disneyland. My aunt Jenny and Uncle Carl and their oh, kids. Really? I believe they took their kids. Yeah, they took the kids. They went to Disneyland and they uh-huh. went to Avengers Campus and they sent me so many pictures. Oh, man. I thought they sent me so much stuff. No, they bought me something. Awesome. I know that oh, because cool. because they they I think they got me a shirt. What size shirt do you wear? So it's pretty... Uh, that's cool. That's exciting. Yeah. So they were sending me, uh, I guess there's like shawarma stands all over the, yeah, the Avengers. It's, it's they, like a hot dog stand, basically. Yeah. They're, they're all over there. And uh, he's taking pictures of Captain America, Sam Wilson style. Mm. There was a Wanda. Yeah. They have the Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, uh, Scarlet Witch walking around. It's been pretty popular. Yeah. That's the one that they took pictures of. It was pretty cool. I was like, this is awesome. I would never leave that place. <laughs> yeah, man. It's a, it's a small section of the park, but they really make it look big. And I think it'd be really awesome to bring like a little kid too, just because you see all these superheroes walking around. And now because like, yeah, because like COVID restrictions are lightening up, thankfully, uh, especially like the theme parks. Now you can actually like engage. So you'll see like uh, Wanda holding kids with, uh, holding hands with kids and stuff and just like actually being able to like, get a hug from Steve Rogers and stuff like that. I think of being a little kid in that place. Oh man. That's like, you thought like, wow, there was a, someone dressed up like Spider-Man in that parade when you're like five years old versus you're literally in Avengers campus. There's a doctor strange walking around right there with like moon Knight fighting Taskmaster, like black widow and black Panther fighting Taskmaster on top of this campus. It's insane. I'd be absolutely just, Pooping my pants as a little kid. Sounds to me, Devin, like you don't have any kids. Because taking no. kids anywhere sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you I would true. like to I would you like to go all by myself. Oh, I mean that's 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 yeah, Well, that's no, it. I'd like to go with my wife. And I'd love to take my kids, but for like ten minutes. Like, look, they a little bit older, so like they're a little bit more dependent on themselves. Yeah. Or like independent, right? Yeah. My my son is very, very, very bad at waiting so you have to like wait in line for hours sometimes yeah. to meet these characters and yeah he would he's not about that life one thing i never understood too which you know correct me if i'm wrong i mean i'm not even trying to say a hot take or anything here but like uh like when you go to especially very expensive parks like disney and universal and you see the families who have like a stroller with like multiple like infants almost personally why would you go and actually have like i don't know i feel like it'd be really lack of a better term a pain in the ass trying to like push a stroller and you have to take care of like a a two-year-old or one-year-old while you're at this amusement park where there's tons of lines and tons of people and like that just sounds like a nightmare to me well Devin, uh for most people that is because their life doesn't end because of the because of a baby being born for someone like me i would never ever ever do that ever (laughs) because okay because 
you know, I would rather be comfortable than, yeah, like you, like, I don't. They're not going to remember it. I'm not judging anybody. Well, nowadays, 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 (laughs) there's 50 billion pictures. So, yeah, yeah, they're not going to remember it, but it's like, here's you with the Beast. Here's you with Baymax. Here's you with Stitch. Here's you in all of them. He's just a little baby. (laughs) So that that's a thing obviously you're not going to remember but um from my time in disney world the characters act a lot better with children oh for sure because obviously you know the sign autographs man freaking rapunzel isn't going to be like coming after me with her with her pan or whatever and be like out of here rapunzel (laughs) okay (laughs) but yeah um I don't know. I think it's weird when people bring their infants to bowling at 1130 at night. I think that's yeah, the, the craziest thing ever. I'm like, what do you do? Or why isn't they going to sleep? Out. Why bring your little kid to a fucking movie? Uh, yeah, because their lives don't stop just because they have kids. Oh, uh, yeah. I want to see Lightyear. Hannah's like, do you think Henry would sit through the movie? I said, I think he'd sit through about 30 seconds of that movie. And then I would just be chasing him all over the movie theater. I would don't want to do that. Please don't make me do that. <laughs> oh, man, that sounds awful. I'm sorry. So anyways, back to what we were talking about somehow. Um, Bruno is in the friend zone. I personally, before I met my wife, was the mayor of the friend zone. Nobody's been friend zone more than Louie. And I know that's a terrible word and it's not true. And people can't control who they like, blah, blah, blah. F all that. I was the mayor. I had the crown. I was killing it in the friend zone. And now Bruno's the mayor for now. Anyway, for now, he's, he is definitely the jealous type too. I mean, it's pretty obvious um, based off his interaction with this new kind of love interest. uh, Mr. Uh, Cameron, Cameron, thank you, yeah, Cameron. Um, yeah, it, I mean, we also see already pretty earlier than I thought we would. Honestly, uh, Bruno got accepted into that like early semester program, whatever. I pretty much at like Caltech, so he'd be like, "Hey, go do this; it's gonna be awesome." But obviously, he probably doesn't want to go just because he's like, "I love Kamala way too much." Because he's a dummy. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You also see. We haven't seen anyone in his family or I think he lives with his grandma or whoever it is who's his caretaker. We haven't seen anyone, even just like a hint of him in physical appearance at all. So like, I imagine like he's very, very like drawn to the kind of family he sort of has with Kamala and all them. So um, I could see like the hesitation there. I get it. But I hope he does, doesn't get used as like a friend zone over jealous kind of like techie boyfriend guy in the chair the whole time. I hope they actually do some sort of like development with this character a little bit more throughout the show. He seems very Gordo from Lizzie McGuire to me. Oh God. No, that's a cut. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> that's, um, this is a lot. Yeah. If I'm being real with you, that's who well, I thought of. The one thing that's kind of cool though is like, they get that little intro montage with uh, Kamala and Bruno kind of like practicing and honing in her abilities a little bit more. And I'm trying to recall where it happens in this episode, but I know it does happen. They're talking about Kamala and I don't know who they are as I'm trying to scrub through and recall from my memory. Maybe, you know, Louie, but basically someone makes this specific comment saying that, or maybe it's Bruno. They're like analyzing. I think they're like, oh, it looks like there's like something written on here or whatever. And it says like, oh, it enhances like uh, her power. And it's like it comes from inside you, not from the device. That was Bruno. He brings it, it up Bruno? on his tablet in front of the Euro guy. Yeah, which is kind of wild, right? Yeah, I don't know how he just knows that from the thing on his tablet, but. Yeah. Was it, were you, someone was making a comment about like, how the heck is he just so smart? Maybe I was on a Reddit thread and people were just arguing about it. Now I'm starting to kind of lean a little bit more to their argument. Um, but that's the whole reason why I bring it up is just because my, like, once again, crackpot theory about inhumans and everything. I still really think that this whole device, the purpose of it is just to tap into whatever is genetically in them. So that's why I was like, oh, oh I do have a little bit of a lesson aluminum foil on my head with this idea of mine. Um, Your horny hat. 
Oh man, I should make an aluminum foil one of that. That'd be funny. Uh, I should make a paranoid Loki for a convention cosplay. Literally, this aluminum hat version of his like horns and everything. That would be, That'd be a fun variant. That's what I'm thinking. I really think there's just there's something to do with humans here. Still, I think with your like frustration, which I'm kind of agreeing with, is like if you're gonna change your power set so drastically, just make a different character. I, I get it, because like she's bouncing around on these pads and everything, these little like crystal platforms and stuff. And to me, like that's Star just Lord. way too, it's it, that's too far from like the whole. Oh, she can still make the gigantic fist, which we see like almost topple her over in this episode. But it's still a lot of this like cosmic energy or crystalline force, whatever. But like the whole summoning these pads, and that's that's where it gets a little bit too disconnected for me. And now I'm kind of like, yeah, that doesn't make sense. So. I really don't know what their plan is with this character from here to Miss Marvel's and beyond because Kamala is definitely going to be around for a long time. But I, I I'm going to be kind of mildly surprised if they actually stick hardly with um, keeping this as like this is Kamala Khan's powers. It's this weird cosmic energy. We haven't gotten the explanation for it yet. They're definitely going to stick with it. You think so? I do. I think that cuff has something to do with the ten rings. I really, I, it just they seem oh, too sure. similar. It's way too similar. Um, okay, this is where it comes into a. If they actually do bring in humans full on into the MCU more than just they have so far, which is Black Bolt and the name drop in humans, that's where the change is going to really take place. Do you now finally change Kamala? And if you do, then okay, there was just took a while to get there. But if you don't, then it's like, all right, now what's going on? Now you bring in other Kamala. <laughs> you have Kamala. This is other Kamala. <laughs> <laughs> it's just in the uh, Marvel's Avenger video game is now canon. No, I think this is the Kamala Khan we have. Deal with it. One thing we did want to talk about is just like, how are people feeling about the show? And it's kind of echoing just some people just really just aren't feeling the show, but that's okay. We'll talk about that later. The one thing that's very strange in this, for lack of a better term, we get this new uh, fella who is definitely taking Bruno's chance at being by Kamala's side and becoming more of an apple of her eye and, you know, teenage heartthrob and the crush and yada, yada, yada. Uh, Cameron, Cameron, there we go. Yeah, Cameron. So basically... He's trying to, to talk to Kamala, whatever. They did that whole driving lesson thing. And then her brother and his fiance are walking into this little diner. And she's trying to like, oh, you know, play cool, hide, yada, yada. Well, this is where it came into. She is the one who says, this is Kamran. He is our cousin. And then they just try and play it off. Because later on, we find out like they could actually be potentially related, but they're like flirting. And it's like, yo, what are you doing? That cleared up for me right there. So I think that just saved a really bad conversation that I'm glad we don't really have to touch on too much. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think they're cousins, but I mean, they just, I don't know. We'll see. I feel like this is the true introduction of like the antagonist of the show because uh, later on we get to see like she's having these weird visions in the middle of her power things and the woman shows up later and really that's his mom. I think she's after her uh, cuff. Her or, cuff. Her I think she's bang- after it. Bangles. Bangle. Well, it's just one, right? I don't know. But that's what they I, kept calling it. I think she's after the bangle. And she's going to try and like, I can help you. I know what's going on. No one understands you, but I do, child. Yada, yada. And then give it to me and I'll kill you. And I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my guess. I don't know. Just. It, it, it kind of gives me that idea of like just, you know, you're trying to come of age and you feel like your family is against you and you just want to be understood and there's something changing about you. So you go and you're kind of vulnerable and you go and find someone who's like, oh, I understand. And really, they're just trying to take advantage of you and hence the 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 cuff and everything. So that that's just my kind of like cookie cutter. I I don't think there's going to be an antagonist in this uh, in this show. You don't think so? I think the uh, LMNOP that you were talking about earlier. The, the DODC? Yeah, those guys. Yeah, they could be. Uh, 
I think they're the antagonists, even though they're not really antagonists. Um, they have a bigger presence already. Like it's it's a PG show. It's a coming of age thing. It's a new superhero thing. I feel like um, she's not going to do too much Miss Marvelin until she meets up with the Marvels. Mm-hmm. So she might have a battle or something at the end with a scroll or something. Uh, I just can't imagine like a like a villain. I don't really even know her villains in comics too. No idea. So I can't even predict. So uh yeah. I I don't know. Usually Marvel has a track record of if you're gonna make if you're gonna introduce a character, their villain has to be them, but evil. But evil, evil. Um Yes. So maybe it is who you were saying, the, the K- K- Carmen's mom, Cameron. Cameron's Cameron, right? mom. Yeah. yeah. Cameron. I don't know. Maybe it's his mom. Uh, I don't think that's actually his mom, to be honest with you. Ooh. What's your. So why do you think that? I, I just Curious. think that he said that he's a mama's boy or whatever. Or she's uh-huh. like, oh, you sound like you really love your mom. Oh, I really do. And stuff like that. Mm. But I think that she's just, she's like employed him. Not employed, but like he. Inferred and he's just kind of like, yeah. Yeah. I'm it off. Maybe. Maybe she is evil and like he just works oh, for her. The mom. I thought you talking about Kamala. Just no, saying, no, like, no, oh, no, that's no, your no. mom. And he's like, yeah, going with it sort of thing. So, yeah, I, I think, now. I think it's just a lady that he had. And he's just like, oh, that's my mom. Like, that's the lady that I love or whatever. Mm. But uh, but not actually his so biological mom. That's a good take. I could see that, honestly. That is that is a guess at best. I could see that. That'd make it a little bit more interesting. Maybe you try and turn him into like a... Uh, what's... Um, like, re... re what, how am I blanking on the word? Um, Riri Williams. Yes, really Ironheart. <laughs> there was news about that I saw recently about someone getting cast. She's gonna um, be in the Black Panther movie, I think. I'm actually really stoked to see Ironheart. I'm curious since they were doing principal photography in Chicago, so I wonder if they're gonna do filming out here. Um, redeemed. There you go. I think uh, maybe Cameron gets redeemed somehow if they're not actually biological. Her and him and this woman. Maybe he tries to be good and all that fun stuff. Um. On the topic of family, though, one thing that was pretty funny, uh, just the whole family antics, they're making this whole like list of Bon Jovi references at their dinner and everything. Slippery about, when like, wet, yeah. Yeah, like if it wasn't for slippy when wet, that's like, whoa. Um, I thought that was pretty funny. But the father, uh, Kamala's father, actually talks a little bit about like, you know, what's what's Kamala's mother? What's his wife's story, right? And she kind of yeah. seemed like, you know, like troubled past for sure. Talking about all this stuff and definitely getting more vibes of like mom knows what's going on. She knows some like secret stuff. So what what's the deal, yo? You know, last week, you might recall, I likened this first episode to turning red. Yes. Yes. Do you. Have you ever seen the movie Coco? I have seen Coco. So Coco is about a guy who was like brought great shame to the family and forget mm-hmm. about him and he's this he's bad. He never came back. And now they're talking about Kamala's grandmother or great grandmother. It was hard for me to follow, but some lady that that left Kamala, I think it was Kamala's great grandmother mm-hmm. left Kamala's grandmother and her at the train station or whatever. And I'm just like, they're like, Oh, that lady is terrible. And she brought great shame to us and she doesn't deserve this and that. And I'm just like, this is Coco. Yeah. <laughs> so every episode, I'm just like, this is turning red. This is Coco. The next one's going to be, the Incredibles? I don't know. 
but yeah, I t- I did turn to Hannah in the middle and I said, "That's Coco, right?" She's like, "Just watch." So yeah, Coco, 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 Coco. Um, your favorite scene was the ice cream pizza. My favorite scene was after the date when she's like dancing through her house. And the lighting oh, changes. Oh, yeah, that was very, like... And she's, like, doing the whole thing, and then she gets to the fridge and stops and grabs her food, and then goes back and starts dancing and singing again. It was pretty pretty funny, pretty That was kind of cute, right? As a, as a lonely boy myself, when I, when I had my one or two first dates I've ever had afterwards, you know, I turn on a certain song in my car and roll down the windows, and it went great. I'm ready to be Then I... So I, I related to that a little bit. Ah, uh, teen love. And yeah. we got the cool text thing again. Yeah. Kamran shows up as part of like her uh, kind of like blanket or comforter uh, pattern on the right side of her saying like, Kamran, first lesson Monday, question mark. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Now, the last thing I wanted to talk about here is uh, touching base on the DODC's role in all this again, too. So they decide, which I thought was kind of interesting, they decide to actually pull in and interrogate a bit um, her previous good friend, who was the one who, you know, got pretty much mantis smacked by Mjolnir at the uh, Avengers Con and everything. What was her name? Zoe. Zoe, thank you. So they're interrogating Zoe, which I felt was kind of strange. Um, but we got Clary. We got, uh, is it Deaver? Deezer? Deezer? That's a radio? No. Agent Deaver. So they're talking. They're trying to interrogate her to figure out, like, who is this actual mass person who did the powers and stuff. But what I thought was kind of interesting and kind of felt a little too cheeky, basically, Deaver makes a, like, search every temple, community, blah, 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 and mosque. Um, or clearly saying this to Deaver because he's like, hey, let's come here a second. And he goes, just be respectful. The FBI is already surveilling them, you know. And then Deaver has this kind of like smirk on her face, like, yeah, I know what's up. Um, and it's pretty much the end of it. She goes, copy. Now, the whole FBI already monitoring or watching them is very strange kind of dialogue choice for me in a couple of different reasons um one i don't want to touch on too much but the whole reason is like why is the fbi already watching them is he talking about just the people at these mosques in general or is he talking about like they already have eyes on kamala like what are they i don't understand what they're talking about and that's why i really feel like clary and possibly deaver now um are scrolls because they know a little bit more of what's going on and dodc has something behind the scenes that's a little sketchy. So I'm really curious to see what's going on with DODC. I don't know if I can really trust them. If we're only going off of these two episodes and then their, uh, you know, presence in the Spider-Man movies too. I, uh, yeah, I agree. So uh, next episode, we'll probably see what's going on in that car conversation between woman in backseat, Kamran and Kamala. We'll find out what's going on and maybe get a little bit more of a background or explanation on the actual powers that be. So, Louis, one thing we kind of talked about before we uh, started recording and everything was just kind of touching base on people that, you know, it's okay. They don't feel like the show is really for them or they're not as interested and they're just they're just choosing not to watch. But we do know that Kamala is going to be like a pivotal role in the upcoming Captain Marvel sequel, The Marvels. and so. You had a really great episode from 2021. Uh, we'll list the link in it in the show notes if you guys want to go check it out. But Louis brought up a really good kind of conversation piece, which I want to end tonight's episode on about like what does it mean if you or like if you're just a casual fan and you only watch the movies, how much of the Disney Plus shows are really going to start affecting you as the MCU goes on? I mean, there's just so much content coming out day after day, week after week. So not everyone, if you're not like us, you're not going to be caught up to stuff. And so we kind of saw some sprinkles that a little bit in Multiverse of Madness, and we're going to probably keep seeing it more prevalent as stuff goes on in the story. So 
Louis, first question I'll ask you is, so if people are decided to just not watch the show, opt out, how much do you really think is going to affect them from the rest of the, like, the actual movies going forward? 20%. 20%. 15%. Um, yeah. Um, Multiverse of Madness made me realize that you really don't need to watch the shows to watch the movies. They want you to go see the movies, so they're not going to make it very dependent on the shows. They also want you to watch the shows, so they'll throw a little bit of the show into the movie. Um, I saw a Facebook thing, comment or post from a guy from high school that said, uh, my only regret with seeing Dr. Strange in the multiverse of madness was that I didn't finish WandaVision first. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, you should have known that. Like, yeah, it was pretty clear when you see Wanda, you're like, Oh, I should probably catch up on my Wanda. And then they just don't. And I'm like, mm-hmm. so there's certain, th- like, you don't know what the hell a Billy and a Tommy is, but like mm-hmm. that whole show was, was coming full circle with her grief and everything. And then you get to this movie and she's pure evil because in the post credit scene of that show, she's reading a book and now she's pure evil and just wants her kids back. Mm-hmm. Doesn't give a right. shit about Vision, doesn't give a shit about Pietro, doesn't give a shit about anything except Billy and Tommy and that awful song that they sing. Yeah, it's a good point. I mean, that's why I was kind of like, no matter what, I'm going to watch all this stuff because if I just, I get bad FOMO if I don't. Um, and I just want to see what's going on. But that was what I was kind of surprised on too is how many people were going to see Multiverse of Madness without even knowing about anything about WandaVision. Um, but on the flip side of that, I feel like, are we going to have to always cater to the fans who don't watch the show so they don't know that stuff so it doesn't give us the full potential of the story on feeder? That's why I'm a little bit like, I f- I feel like they could have gone more in depth with the WandaVision references to really kind of beef up more of Wanda's character arc and story a little bit more in multiverse. Um, and that could have benefited a little bit. but. At the same time, like, I get it. Not everyone wants to pot, buy every streaming service because it's basically you're paying the same as you were when you had cable just for streaming. I mean, I'm a victim of it now. Um, and also just trying to keep up with all these shows now. I mean, there's literally only a handful of weeks throughout the year that there's not new episodes of something to watch, especially from like Star Wars to Marvel and all that. So it's kind of hard to really keep involved with it too. So, I mean, that's just being human. Yeah, so I'm a little bit kind of on the fence where I'm just worried that if they really want to truly keep telling awesome stories and keep just the MCU uh, like full of life and everything, that they're going to be hitting like a breaking point where they're like, okay, you if you don't know, we're sorry. You just go watch it. Um, granted, they do have hundreds of millions of subscribers and stuff like that to their services. So it's not like... Hey guys, there's only like 200 people watching WandaVision on Disney Plus. Please, uh, fire streaming service. So the other weird thing that we're getting into is that these are origin stories now. Yeah. Where WandaVision was not. Falcon Winter Soldier was not an origin story at all. Um, Loki already had an origin. Uh, what if was hot trash? Um, those other shows that there were Hawkeye, Hawkeye, Hawkeye kind of was for Kate Bishop, but very much was not for Clint. Well, so, you can argue Loki could be a little bit of an origin story for TVA and Sylvie. Yeah, but and then same thing with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Like if you get a movie now, and Moon Knight is either the star of the movie or in the movie. They're not, you you know, they're not going to, I think you're going to be able to get through it without watching Moon Knight. Right. I think, I don't think they're going to be like, do you remember when we fought Amit? I don't think that's going to happen. I think. Yeah. As long as you understand that he's, you know, white Batman, he worships Khonshu, not really, but 
he needs Khonshu and Layla mm-hmm. is his is his girlfriend slash wife slash partner slash Scarlet Scarab. Yeah. Um Yeah, I think they're not gonna make you watch that show. I think that show is just this guy's mm-hmm. gonna show up again. Here is who he is, and that's what right. we have. So maybe that's what it is. We'll we'll see. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. That's a good point. And some of these characters that they're choosing to do shows of instead of movies could also be like a strategic piece to just like how who knows at the box office how well a Miss Marvel origin story movie would do, right? Uh, Moon Knight probably could have done a little bit better just because he's a more mature character. He's more, uh, like I said, the, the Batman-esque kind of hero and everything. Uh, versus Miss Marvel, like, even Captain Marvel didn't do that great uh, amongst, like, ratings and everything, and in the box office did a pretty decent. But, like, before Endgame and everything, people were just saying, oh, they just did Miss uh, Captain Marvel just so they could, like, squeeze her into Infinity War and uh, Endgame. She, she She's not even in Infinity War, too. Not physically. Yeah, her, so... Her, sig- her symbol is. Yeah, so it's kind of like... You know, it, it, it's catch twenty two to some pieces. So maybe as we see as phase four continues going on, another part of this could be just the fact of there's a lot of moving pieces, but we really haven't gotten still that glue that's gonna start piecing everything, giving order and structure and kind of tying all the like the lines between everything, which is okay because that's how phase two and phase three were as well. Um it's a lot of stories to tell and it just it takes time to ramp up to it and we're not going to get Endgame all over again, just that entire start to finish. That's something so unique and so incredibly like one in a million shots really pulled off well and executed well um, that it's not like we can't expect, oh yeah, we're going to get Endgame point two, Endgame point three for like every decade, you know? Um, granted, Secret Wars and Secret Invasion could be fucking awesome. Um, so it's going to have to ride the tide a little bit longer. Once we get yeah. big, bigger team-ups, I think that's when we'll have a better idea to kind of say, has Marvel been doing the right call with these shows and movies and everything? That's when we'll be, truly be able to probably have a better idea. Yeah. I uh, I think it's rough, man. I, I just... I feel like if I'm taking the time to watch the shows, you should you should reward me in the movies. That's, that's all. Or don't make fair. the shows. I don't, what are we doing here? Really what we're doing? We're making money. Yeah. They make all the money. Well, Louis, do you have any uh, kind of uh, final thoughts to wrap up Miss Marvel or anything we've talked about so far tonight? Usually the shows pick up a lot. Episode three, episode four, usually five and six are good. So hopefully this episode you get a little bit more oomph. I think episode four is usually like the, the where it really yeah. starts to climb. But hopefully this next episode is, uh, leaves you like shook leaves you. Oh man. What? Like I need, I need more. Mm-hmm. You know, I hate to compare apples and oranges, but I'm watching this. I'm watching the boys and I'm watching stranger things all at the same time. Yeah. And Stranger Things has me absolutely glued to my television screen. Mm. I think it's phenomenal. The Boys is also one of my favorites, but that's also one week at a time. And just some crazy stuff keeps going on in that. Right. Uh, so I'm, I'm I'm waiting for Friday. I'm like, well, I need to know, you know, what the hell's going on with Kamiko and shit. Mm. Um. But then this show, I'm just like, well, on Wednesday, we'll watch it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. On Wednesday, we'll watch it. On Thursday, we'll talk about it. That's that's basically how I'm treating, like, not treating this show, but that's how the show feels to me. On Wednesday, right. we'll watch it. And on Thursday, we'll uh, talk about it. Okay. So, Miss Marvel, I think, is only six episodes, right? Uh, like every show seems to be six episodes, except for WandaVision, I think. Yeah, that was nine, I think. 
Yeah. Um, on the bright side, these episodes are like on average 40 to 50 plus minutes. So it's nice. So we get this Thor Love and Thunder is kind of smack dab uh, towards the end of Miss Marvel, like episode five week, I think. Um, what do we have right after that? Is it She-Hulk or is that later in August? She-Hulk is in August. I think it's like August. Tw- tw- no, I think it's like August. Moon Knight was like, March 30th. I think it's like mid-August. I think it's right around my birthday. August 13th, well, I know maybe? Of, uh, that I Am Groot like animated mini series that's supposed to drop on like days between our birthdays. Uh, da, 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 da. One division, one division, one division, one division. Now that's going to be stuck in my head the rest of the day. Thank you, Devin. I love WandaVision, man. I think it's one of the best. I absolutely am a stand for WandaVision. Uh, they took a big risk trying to make something very strange and literally one of the first, I mean, the first MCU streaming series too. It had me hooked. I love the mystery in the beginning. I love all the crazy speculation, even though we didn't get Mephisto that we know of. Uh, August 17th for She-Hulk. August 17th? Okay, cool. So yeah, we'll have a little bit of a break in between then. And then what if season two, maybe this fall or something, but Wakanda Forever is going to be the movie that really closes it off for 2022. Also, um, yeah. Great. Just a little complaining. August 10th is uh, I Am Groot. So yeah, that is smack dab between our birthdays. Yeah, man. (laughs) So close. Um, side complaint has nothing to do with the MCU. I have one episode left of Stranger Things, and it is an hour and 40 minutes long. What the ass? That is a movie. Thor Love and Thunder is like an, is like an hour 59. Yeah, it's one of the shortest MCU movies to come out in a while. Yeah. 59. Uh, first of all, make the movie longer. Come on. Second of all, make this episode less. Shit. I had to watch Eternals in two different two different sittings. I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to watch this in two different sittings. I need to know. I, I got to know. But, but yeah, that's a, my, my sidebar for you. Just give us that one extra minute of sweet, sweet Hemsworth and we'll get it two hours. Right? That's all we right? want. Do it, Taika. Freaking Taika. Oh, Alrighty. did you do a trivia today? Or... I- I didn't actually did not do a trivia. This week's been crazy hectic, so I don't think we have actually anything to shout That's out this week. Perfectly fine. Unless Eventually. you want to give any personal shout outs for any reason at all. Uh, shout out to emily.sweet.art for being awesome. Uh, some scumbag didn't pay her. So, uh, yeah, fuck that guy. If you don't follow her, she's uh, she's cool, man. She does Marvel stuff. Some of it's a little... Uh, out there they are but, homies but she's uh she's awesome also a uh, shout out mr marvel's minutes i talk to brian pretty much every day at this point and uh he is nice we love brian uh Devin and i are thinking about going to fan expo this year yeah august er, soon. not august july mm-hmm. july the same weekend as sore isn't it ninth yeah yeah I think it's July 9th would be Mm. the day. That should be fun. I'm excited. You want to talk about trying to get all your Funkos, all these conventions. That's when you see every like booth on the exhibit floor hall and everything. That's where you find all your rare stuff you're looking for. And they're going to make you pay for it too. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not buying some crazy $300 Funko pop. Those guys can kiss my butt. Yeah. I like to try and barter with people. I'll be that asshole who like tries to like call up, different car dealerships to try and get a deal on a car saying like, Oh, well, they're offering me this. They're offering me that. I will totally do it and run across con floor just to mess with them. Um, but I won't be doing that. But yeah, if we're going to go, we'll uh, take some photos. And if you happen to be in that Chicago land area, going to fan expo, we'd love to do a little meetup and give you some free stickers. And who, who knows? Maybe I'm going to have a podcast. I'm going to have a fanny pack full of stickers. Come find me. Heck yeah. So yeah. Um, 
Devin said it all at the beginning. Follow us on TikTok. Follow our Discord. Join us on Instagram. Give us a review. Uh, like us on uh, MySpace. Follow our Twitter. Uh, check us out on Slack. Uh, www.earth894podcast.com. Uh, www.earth894podcast.gov. Don't hit uh, AOLS Messenger. Hit us up on AIM. Yeah, get our, get our aim. Uh, we have a Nextel phone number if you want. <laughs> so yeah, and thank you so much for joining us. PlayStation today. Two online, so make sure you hit us up. Follow our gamer tag on our original Xbox. Drawers eight eight nine four. Oh buddy. man, that was so much fun. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us here at Earth eight nine four an Encanto podcast. We don't talk about Bruno here. And, uh, yeah. We'll see you next week. See ya. Bye. (laughs) But evil. evil.